0: Welcome to the Amphenol Frontline Podcast, where we share success stories and best practices of Amphenol management throughout the corporation. This episode features Richie Laxon, Operations Director for Amphenol PCD in Beverly, Massachusetts. Richie talks about some of the measures he and his team undertook to keep the factory employees safe and how they've made adjustments along the way. We also talk about PCD's temperature screening process and the reasons why they've narrowed down their system of choice as together we combat the coronavirus pandemic around the world. Richie, thank you for coming on the Frontline Podcast today. I appreciate you taking your time away from what I know is a, is a busy time there at Amphenol PCD in Beverly, Massachusetts. Can you just give me a couple, like two or three highlights of things that you and your team have done, some innovations you've had in order to keep your people safe while still doing their jobs?
1: First of all, thanks, Chris, for having me on your podcast. Yes, we've done some enhancements to our procedures and policies to keep our employees safe. Uh, one of the things that we've done is we've installed UV lights in our HVAC system to sanitize the air circulating in the office. You know, we've converted as much uh, of our bathroom fixtures and water fixtures to touchless systems as well. Mm-hmm. And we've actually given employees each their own stylus so that they could use that to point and make selections when they use the coffee and vending machines. In preparation for more employees coming back to the office, we actually are extending the height of our cubicles another two feet to create more separation between individuals. Now, this will be done by installing flat panel boards on top of the cubicles. Mm -hmm. You know, the height of our cubicles are low, Mm -hmm. about four feet. And this was intentional because we wanted employees to be able to see and interact with each other. So extending the height will be contrary to this, but I think it's a necessity at this point. One of the challenges that we have um, is that as the state reopens, you know, and people are gonna be uh, relaxing on, on their restrictions and the comfort level uh, in following some of the policies and procedures we put in place could be in jeopardy. So, you know, we have to be diligent in making sure people remember to practice social distancing inside the factory and outside. So, you know, we can't have people be complacent about how they interact with one another. Uh, And one of the things that we're gonna be doing to control that is, you know, we're gonna be updating our screening questions to ask more relevant questions about where where they've been and how they spend, you know, their their vacation time. At the same time, uh, we're gonna be putting posters across the facility to remind them about social distancing and wearing their mask and things of that nature. And although we have posted already, it's a good way to make sure people uh, remember that, you know, it's not a normal time.
0: Has the response from them been fairly positive so far? Uh, in other words, have they adopted these enthusiastically as far as, you know, adopting these different uh, rules and implementations on the floor?
1: Well... You know, it's it's been challenging um, for employees coming to work. Their biggest concern is is their safety, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as always, the variable will be human nature and the degree of acceptance to what you're doing.
0: Right. You know,
1: right now the issue is not if we're doing enough, but are we are we doing too much? Why do we need to wear a mask when we're more than six feet apart? You know, why right, why increase the height of the cubicles when we're wearing a mask? Yeah, there's a broad spectrum. Of, of people, and usually you try to meet in the middle, but in this case you can't. So you know it's hard for some employees to understand that. Uh, but one of the ways to to do that is just to remind them that you know you're wearing your mask, and you need to wash your hands frequently to keep your your team members safe. It's not just for you, but it's for your fellow employees. So when that comes up, you know one of the things we say is, yeah, this is all about minimizing risks. You know we can't control what you do outside the facility. But within our building, you know, you you try to control as much as possible.
0: In addition to the posters and and things that you have around the factory, you talk about outside of the factory. How have you messaged that to your employees that even though you can't tell them what to do, you have to try to do your best to maintain these same precautions when you're out in public, you know, whether it's with your family or going shopping or anything like that. How do you reinforce that message?
1: Well, communication is, is always key. You know, we, we send out reminders and Eric Reschberg of GM regularly sends out updates as to specific guidelines on how to act both within the factory and outside the factory. Obviously, this behavior, again, the situation is different. So people act differently. But the only way would be to, well, one way would be, as I mentioned, to remind them to, to follow the guidelines that we put out.
0: So let me switch gears for a second to temperature screening. So as people come into your facility just to make sure that you don't have anyone with an elevated temperature that could potentially be sick or carrying the virus. PCD was one of the first adopters of one of these, um, I think it was the, was it the infrared system, I believe? And then you switched to a tablet?
1: Yes. Um, We started with the, yeah, with the Seek temperature scanning system. I think that was the infrared that you were mentioning. Um, But after the uh, test period, we felt that the variability in, how it measures your temperature, and the setup, was not ideal for our situation. You know, since then we've tested two other systems and have narrowed it down to the GoodView facial and thermal scanner. And I know the frontline team have gone in depth describing the different systems. So I'll speak to this from our perspective Mm -hmm. as to why we chose GoodView. Yeah, please. we chose it because we thought the system was quick and efficient. It was effective because it was uh, easy to understand, and that's something that you need to have for employees to be able to follow it. You know, one of the things that was good was there's an outline of a face in the screen so people know where to put their face so that it aligns and the system can take their temperature properly. The form factor uh, of the GoodView system is also really small, and since we are limited in space here in Beverly, you know, that was a real benefit for us. You know, at the same time, this system, will allow us to integrate into our badge and alarm system. Mm-hmm. So eventually, people can scan themselves and gain entry into the building if their temperature falls within the acceptable range. Right now, we funnel entry into our building through a lobby, mm-hmm. and we have a screener there to monitor when employees scan their temperature. Eventually, we want to move away from having a screener, and we want to put this system across all energy points into our facility. So that's why we think that GoodView uh, was a good choice for us.
0: And how quickly does it do the actual measurement? So when someone enters the building and they, you know, I guess, put their face in front of the tablet uh, and line it up on the screen, how quick is the is the measurement?
1: That's uh, quick, about maybe two or three seconds. It, aligns to your face and, and uh, points to your forehead for mm-hmm. the most part. It takes your temperature that way and it will turn green if you're within the range of your know, acceptable temperature.
0: Yeah. So this is the one that you guys right now seem to like yes. and we'll, we'll go with for the foreseeable future.
1: For the foreseeable future. Actually we had Alarmix, which is our third party alarm system, borrow a unit so that they can start integrating it into our building so we're still working on that, but hopefully the, it will be a an easy implementation and you know we, we can
0: go from there. So, so far, three months in now, I'll just ask you one more question. I'm sure this is probably not something that you expected in the job description, but how much have you learned as an operations director running a factory with all of these different things you've had to implement?
1: It's obviously a challenge, right? But it's been challenging from a different perspective for me and that's just not just on the floor because you know I'm trying to manage employees across two versions of a different work environment one inside the factory Mm -hmm. and the other remotely Mm -hmm. and then you're trying to synchronize them together to get things done and work as a team you know one-third of our workforce is still working from home Mm -hmm. but they have constant interaction with the people in the factory but because there's uh, that separation it's hard to get things done as quickly as before. So for example, when an employee that is working from home sends out a question or a request to people in the factory and they don't get a response in a timely manner, they get frustrated or irritated, but that's not their fault. You know, they used to be able to walk across the hall and get answers and now they can't do that. But that also puts a strain on the employees in the building because they're busy doing other actions. And a lot of those actions could be COVID related. So, you know, in that sense, it's been difficult to to get the the team working together because it is a unique environment. The folks on the floor have been very diligent about all the things that we've done to uh, keep them safe. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've done a great job with all the measures and following it. So, you know, having workstations six feet apart, following social distancing. So they've been very good at doing all those things.
0: Well, Richie, thank you very much for taking a few minutes to talk to me today and just share your story from an operations perspective at Amphenol PCD. Uh, And as always, I, I wish you and the team there the best of luck. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Chris.